Um, yes, absolutely. And I really love the argument laid out in the introduction, which is about, and which I found really convincing, which is about why splatter films are one, so useful for political economy and political analysis of culture. And two, why my favorite point made in the introduction is about the relationship of violence and politics. So if we if we exist in a kind of state of benign progressive liberalism, or at least so mainstream capitalist ideology would have us believe, uh, then it's it's one that kind of gets very nervous around violence, talk any kind of inflammatory rhetoric. Bernie Sanders yells too much, you know. Uh, the idea that the Tories in the UK are participants in deliberate social death of working class people that's inflammatory and dangerous rhetoric. But the splatter film kind of says explicitly that capitalism is inherently grotesquely violent uh, and that we forget that at our peril. <laughs> there's a so there's a quote on page 15 that I think really, really nails this. Um, Stephen writes, these films, these films seem to recognize their status not only as commodities, but also as an aggressive reaction against the marketization of particular images. Mm. Indeed, early Splatter performed its marginalization from Hollywood in low-rent productions that would be an embarrassment to the well-funded studio system. Mm. And I think like that, that, that is so key to, to kind of like what we're talking about right now with Splatter in, in relation to capital, right? Is there something unmarketable about Splatter? Yes. And it's unmarketable because it's embarrassing, for for the the uh, buttoned up liberal tastes of of like progressive capital, like they they can't countenance the horrifying reality of what they've done. And and let's let's talk about this in the context of of because um, on the ver- on the very next page, there's a there's an incredible quote from Rosa Luxemburg talking about arguing against leftist yes. reformism. The violence of the bourgeois counter revolution must be opposed by the revolutionary violence of the proletariat. This axiom could just have easily belonged to any number of comparably martyred embodiments of anti-capitalist opposition, from Louis-Auguste Blanqui through to Leon Trotsky, right down to Malcolm X. This idea that people will just allow you to create a better world is so naive and so desperately dangerous that I actually think this book and the films that it's talking about make a good argument for what will happen to you if you think that's true. If you think the kind of authority and powers of capitalist systems will just benignly go, oh yes, well you're right, yeah, turns out we are bad. <laughs> oh, you you out you defeated us with logic. <laughs> we have been owned by facts and logic in the marketplace Ep- of ideas. Epic wins, sir. <laughs> uh, but Luxembourg, who is not yeah. who who by no means is someone who kind of fetishizes violence. Which is a which I oh definitely do, not. I do, yeah. I do think is a problem with certain kind of very online sections of the left uh, turning violence into a spectacle. But actually goes, you know what? They're going to fight, and so we're going to have to fight, and we're going to have to win. 